the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Conservative president America has had in decades, and every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. My book debunks the lies and reminds us why we need Trump and his will to fight and win against the left. It's the most important book of the year. The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it at Amazon or wherever books are sold. The Big 1070 is everywhere. Click listen live on am1070theanswer.com. Go to the App Store and download the KNTH app on your smartphone where you can tap the app and listen to AM1070 The Answer. You can even use the KNTH app to wake up to AM1070. On Alexa, ask to play the Houston Answer. Plus, you can hear us on tunein.com, iHeartRadio, and radio.com. And in Houston, you'll find us on AM1070 and FM1033. The Answer. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And you start out by putting away as much money in your 401k as you, as you can. Uh, we think a minimum of 10% and uh, plus the company match. We were talking to some clients the other day about the importance. They were up to 10%, but including the company match, what we suggested they try to kick it up to 10 plus the company match. And, and that's, the, the actual number is about 13%. If you can say put away a total of that, that will get you pretty much, regardless of your income, where you where you need to be for retirement. So, you know, it, it, we, we talk, I always start the show really talking about that because this is the way, the key to building up wealth. The 401k plan has been the biggest, one of the biggest, if not the biggest driver for building up wealth in the United States. It's been a phenomenally successful program for people. Uh, and and what what I fear in the future is is two things. I, I, with, with, with the way that the deficits are spiraling out of control, we're not going to be able to afford Social Security. And enormous amounts of people uh, depend on Social Security for further retirement. And, and the other fear is, is with reckless government spending, you know, there, we already we already have spent well over two trillion dollars worth of stimulus programs so far this year. 
The Democrats want to do another two, two point something trillion dollars. We already had a trillion dollar deficit. This is runaway spending. Now, it's, it, it's the coronavirus emergency. This is like a wartime effort. But eventually that's got to stop. And then you have the Federal Reserve constantly ramping up uh, uh, money, constantly printing money through quantitative easing programs. They've been talking about the last couple of weeks about the importance of more fiscal stimulus needed. They're ready to. This is eventually going to be inflationary, and and I worry it's going to wipe out Social Security through inflation. So it's more important than ever to sit there and save for retirement. And the four hundred one k plan is the best way to do it. Once you saved up the money, you uh, you come up to retirement, or you change jobs, you can come talk to us, and we'll help you manage the money at, at Max Out Savings Advisors. But but the important thing is is to remember that that you want to you want to build up the money first you've got to save the money for us to manage it so and you've got to save the money really for your retirement and, and so these programs are phenomenally successful and this the look the election is uh what what are we looking at six we're looking at basically 3 weeks away less uh and and really this is as we all know probably the most hard fought political election since Roosevelt, maybe, maybe you could even say Lincoln, but but really it, it's uh, you know right before the Civil War, uh, because it is it is surprising just how how uh, you know vicious, mean spirited it has become. Uh, you know the left is looting, threatening people, uh, burning down buildings. Uh, you know, it, it's just uh, people are, ter- are really very worried what's going to happen after the election with these people. They're they're completely out of control, and and the problem is it's again it's it's two two basic belief systems. I mean, it's not it, twenty thirty years ago it was the Democrats versus Republicans. Oh, it's the Democrats' turn. You know, raise taxes a little bit and. And, and and do a few things there, and then Republicans cut a little. Th- so this is this is a, a battle between the free market capitalism and socialism. I mean, there's just no other way around it. Uh, it, it and, and so what we're looking at is is how do we how 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 do we get through this? And the answer is you're going to have to have a winner, and you're going to have to pick a direction for the country, and then the country is going to have to pull together. But. You know what? What I worry about more than anything is 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 this is this uh, uh, critical race thinking, this wokeness out there that, that really is 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 a as I I think the greatest threat to the United States of America we face, and and, and this idea that that people are inherently racist and they're you know instituting. Uh, re-education seminars at corporations now that everybody's a racist. I just fundamentally don't believe it. Some people don't like people, you know, whatever. Re- I, I'm not, what I'm talking about, an individual person, it's sometimes not racist. Sometimes they don't like it. Sometimes somebody got a promotion because, uh, you know, for whatever reason they were better or maybe they wanted to move up or they had better skill sets. Sometimes people get promotions because of their color of their skin. Uh, as well, and that's happening quite a bit. So it, it, it happens on both sides. But the but the American people are fundamentally a decent, good group of people. We've done more than anyone else in the world has done for the world. And uh, you look what comes out of the United States, which is virtually everything from computers to automobiles 
to the oil and gas industry, to the telephone, to the silicone chip, to the airplane, everything, almost every jump that the, that, the, that the world has made in the last 100, 200 years has come out of the United States. And why is that? Are we fundamentally smarter? No. The difference is we have a free market capital system where we let people bring forth ideas, build things, and do things, and, and profit from what they do. We don't have a centrally planned economy that, that you know, decides, well, we're going to go into 5G and then they, you know, do a program. No, instead, we the, the companies figure, hey, we can do 5G and download faster and do so much more. We don't have kings and queens in an aristocracy or elite class managing country, managing peasants like they do in Europe. We have a free market capitalist system that everybody loves. That comes here. I mean, people come here because they they want to work hard. They want to get ahead. They want to get ahead for their family. They have dreams. And in many countries, people don't want them to get ahead, and we do here. So it's a fundamental – I mean, we are two different systems. You know, the Democrats want to institute socialism. They want to institute this new political correct, this wokeness that, that that's out there. And, and you know, I, I saw an op-ed in, in the journal today, uh, Wall Street Journal, about this Mr. Siegel – and he's a liberal that's voting for Trump, and he makes a comment. Wokeness is a force that undermines the middle class, and you couldn't have had wokeness without an elite contempt for the, for the values of the middle class. This is the problem. The elite group up there looks down on the middle class. Okay, uh, and, and then he says the Amer- middle Americans see political correctness as a threat to the democratic republic they grew up in, people uh, where people could speak their mind. The inability to speak uh, he, he would define political correctness as the inability to speak the truth about the obvious. And this is the problem we have. We have people trying to silence people in this country through political correctness, through wokeness, and these other issues that you can't say anything at all. You can't express your views. You have Twitter. You had just incredibly uh, damaging uh, uh, things coming out of Hunter Biden in, 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 in the, the Democratic presidential candidate. Uh, in, in, in Twitter and Facebook, try to censor it. That one of the foundations of our Constitution is free speech, and these people are standing in the way of it. And so, understand what's at risk in this country. I mean, what's I mean, nobody wants to live in a world where everybody's looking around and defining a person by the color of their skin. That's what that's what this critical race thinking is. That's what this Black Lives Matter, which is the socialist and communist backing, if you look at it, if you, the background of that comes out of socialism and communism. Nobody wants to live in a world where, where, where their businesses and homes are looted and burned to the ground by Antifa and threatened. And so, you know, it, it, it's important to stand up and, 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 and say what you support in this election. And if you can't do it, you know, and some people are in jobs where they really can't say anything, make sure you go out and vote. Make sure you have your family vote, and let's put a stop to this insanity that is gripping this country. Free market capitalism and democracy has worked phenomenally well for the United States. What The 2000 election, what was the biggest issue? Immigration. Why do we have all the immigration? Because everybody wants to live here. Everyone wants to come. You see people flooding into China. No. Do you see people? Are they having to build walls in Venezuela to keep people out? No, they want to be in the United States because what we are, who we are, our country, our rule of law, our democracy, 
you know, and our freedoms that, that, that the left seems to want to take away. So, so I, I think this is a seminal election, and we want to continue to stand up for it. I want to take a look at some of, of uh, Joe Biden's taxes. He's talking about changing the tax structure on 401k plans. And again, our show is the Max Out Savings Show. We want people to max out their savings so they can build up wealth. This is one of the ways to do it. And, and yet, here, here comes Joe Biden taxing. Now, Biden has been very clear he's not going to raise taxes on anybody making under $400,000. But if you look at these programs, it's very clear he did. did. And one thing you want to understand, taxes, taxes tend to go up. They, they, they start going up. Uh, they're 22 percent to 84,000 dollars, and then up to 160, it's 24 percent, and then it goes up. We say, well, that's not bad. What people don't forget is most married couples in this country, they have two jobs, two sources of income. So what seems like a low tax rate, if you put two incomes on it, gets people up into a pretty high bracket uh, pretty quickly, and, and so. So one of the one of the things that that you run into is for the 401k plans, he's going to replace the deduction. So if if you're making a certain if you put away the uh, on your 401k plan, you can put away up to uh, twenty six thousand dollars if you're over fifty, nineteen five if you're under fifty thousand dollars. So you get a deduction. So if you put away the maximum, you're over fifty. You're trying to really sock it away for retirement. You're in your fifties. You really want to push now to put away the savings. You, you put away $26,000. Well, let's say you and your wife makes, let's say you make, uh, if, if, let's say you make $250,000 between. Well, you take the 26000 that's off the top bracket, which is probably, I, it, I'm not sure exactly where that stands, but it's probably close to 30% at that level. It, and so, what Biden wants to do is he wants to replace it with a, a 26%, 25% uh, tax, 26% uh, tax credit I- I- instead. I- I- and so what this is going to do is higher income people, or let's say you get a big bonus. You have a really big year, oil goes to 100, or you're super busy selling, you know, whatever products that people are desperate for in the pandemic. You make a whole bunch of money, you and your wife, where you want to put away a bunch of money. Well, what he wants to do is limit your deduction to only 26%, which means any, any more on your taxes, you, instead of getting, if you're in the 30%, 32% tax rate, you're only getting 26% back. And so, so he wants to limit the deduction as well. And this is just one example of, 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 what, of what he wants to do for people, quote, Nobody is going to pay more taxes over four hundred thousand. That's simply not true. We just made a case that you are going to be paying more if you're under, uh, if you're saving your four hundred one k plan. But he, there's other things as well. He wants to sit there and, and, and cap itemized deductions at to twenty eight percent over over uh, a certain amount of money on the on your deductions. So you, if you if you're in the thirty percent bracket of the thirty two or the thirty five. Uh, you're only going to get 28%, again, to limit the deductions. Uh, and then there's going, to, there's going to be a carbon tax. And then if Joe Biden says he's not going to ban fracking. The truth, he might not ban fracking, but I promise you he's going to regulate it so much that nobody's going to want to frack. He's going to make it impossible for only the best wells to be fracked. 
And so that means oil and gas prices are going to go up. They're going to start raising taxes on oil and gas because they want to get rid of oil and gas. And that's going to cost Americans money at the pump. Then he's going to start taxing carbon, which means when you heat your home, you're going to have to pay more taxes there. Carbon tax is the phenomenal taxes in the world if you want to be central planner. What you can do is you can tax everybody, you can tax everything they do, and you can give special exemptions to move industry around the country to where you want it to centrally plan things. So, so again, your carbon tax, your oil and gas is going to go up. You're going to lose part of your deductions for your 401k plan. Uh, you're going to lose part of your deductions as well on it. And, and so your taxes are definitely going up under Joe Biden. It's important to understand that. And, I mean, these are – yeah, people don't realize uh, Biden's tax – actually come in a, the, the top bracket is going to go from 37 to 39 percent. But then he's also – if you make over $400,000, you're going to have to start paying Social Security taxes on wealth. So some people with state and local taxes, they could be well in the 50 to 60 percent tax rate in this country, which is gigantic tax increases. In fairness – I have no problem taxing people more, making over a million dollars. But understand, these Democratic proposals are going to come after the middle class. They, 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 they've shown tremendous contempt for working people in this country by this Democratic elite class on the East and West Coast. And you know they're going to come after you, and you know they're going to come after your standard of living because they don't like it. That you know they're, They want you to be living in a, in a small little house, driving a little bitty electric car, Okay, not expanding any energy while they're going to be living in their mansions and flying around in their private jets. And that, that's pretty sad, but that, that's what the Democratic Party has become. And, and so understand that your lifestyle is at risk with these people, and it's going to get worse. And we'll talk some more about that right, uh, as soon as we get back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. 
If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max Health Savings Show. We're talking savings and investments and uh, your retirement. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Health Savings Show. You have a caller? Okay. Do you have a question for us? Welcome to the Max Health Savings Show. Yes. Good morning, Ted. Morning. Uh, so listening to you uh, talk about Biden's tax plan, uh, you know, jogs questions I've had, and uh, when he says he's not going to raise taxes on folks less than 400000 is that relative to the current tax, or is that relative to the 2017 rate? Because I'm afraid he's sneaky, and what he's going to do is say, hey, these tax cuts were temporary, and he just let them expire, and he hasn't really raised the taxes. Yeah, no, that's a concern. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, look, I, th- I think the taxes are going to go up on everybody. They, they've made it really clear because they they, they got to fund the, the Green New Deal, which is two trillion dollars. Yeah, and I haven't really heard anybody pin him down on on that when he makes those statements. Yeah, it's it's really kind of frustrating. You'd like to see. You re- yeah, I mean, I, I do think be, because I, you know, I, I went through the things, and it's surprising how many little taxes they want to add on that really are going to increase taxes on the middle class. Yeah, but the big one's going to be if he lets it revert to the 2017 rates. That's that's going to be huge. Yeah, that, and that drops off. Uh, yeah. And then he can say he didn't raise the taxes, they just don't do anything. Yeah. Exactly. That's my point. No one's pinning them down on that. Yeah, good good point. Okay, I just wasn't sure if you had heard anything, uh, what his real plan was, because uh, I sure haven't. Uh, I think I think that's an outstanding point, is he can just let the other ones expire. But they're, definitely they're going to be raising taxes. Okay, well, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. Good, good call. Uh, yeah, that's look. I mean, I look. I don't have a problem with raising tax on the people making over a million dollars a year. I, I think that they've gotten a lot of breaks, uh, particularly, you know, uh, with the super high earners. And the other thing I would really like to see happen, quite frankly, is taxes on these foundations. Uh, I, th- I think they're, they've gotten out of control in this country, and they're too powerful. They're, they're not paying taxes. It's basically what's that's almost the same thing. You know, we saw that in the in the the the, the twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen hundreds in Europe, where the church had all the the land and the, the seeing the same thing, where the big money's going into corporate uh, 
into uh, foundations. Get Bill Gates's foundation, these other ones, and, and I think those need to be reined in. Do we have another caller? Yes, we do. Okay. You have a question for us? Hello? Yes, go, go ahead. Oh, uh, yes. Good morning, Ted. Uh, just uh, follow up on your on your taxes. Uh, when when Mr. Biden Biden says he's not going to increase taxes on people making more than four hundred thousand, is that single or married? Ah, uh, you know that's a good question uh, because I I think it's I'm guessing it's it's probably uh, it's probably yeah I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, and I haven't seen the things on that, but P, I think it's both. I think it's going to come down to both. Because if it's uh, typically in the past or before Mr. Trump came into uh, office, uh, I think basically the, the the tax on head of household or single was a, was approximately half of what it was, I believe, than than you know what it was for married folks. So uh, if 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 that were true, and this was only for married people, then a lot of these single people that uh, may be making fairly decent income, uh, 200000 or more, uh, might be in for a rude awakening on the income tax on the Mr. Biden's plan. But I, I you know, I, I wasn't clear to me whether when he said 400000 if that was married or single or head of household status. I think it's household. I think it's household. And, and, and to your point, you get two married, you get a married couple with two incomes, you can get up there uh, pretty quickly. Right. But I, I'm talking about for people, individuals who may not be married, that, uh, you know, that for whatever reason, maybe, you know, boomer types or whatever, and, and you know, have fairly decent wages, maybe, uh, uh, you know, an, an, uh, a doctor or a dentist or somebody like that who's just starting out. And if they're making more than 200000 they could they could, you know, feel the heat, <laughs> you know. Well, that, that's my fear. That really is my fear on the whole thing. I mean, it's, and, and you know, by the way, 400000 look, that's a lot of money anywhere. It's a lot of money in Houston. I'm not minimizing. But you get up into, into New York or you get up into California where just to get a home is a million dollars, that $400,000 isn't quite what it is. I mean, or it's really, actually, the amazing thing is the people who are going to get screwed the worst are the people on the, on the East and West Coast, which, you know, we're, we're, they're all voting for Biden. So, you know, go figure that one out. Right, and I also understand that I think the capital gains well, would be going up as well, or or you wouldn't get the uh, – there, there's some issues with the capital gains that if you were sell, selling stock that, uh, you know, you could really be hammered. So I'm just wondering maybe if, if what we're seeing here with the market coming down as people are just simply taking profits ahead of all of this. Oh, no, that's an outstanding point. The, the, what we're looking at here is the capital gains in, in, in dividends over a million dollars. Remember, dividends get special treatment as well now. Uh, they're going to eliminate capital gains and dividends if you make over a million dollars. And so that's a big deal. You say, well, Ted, look, I'm not going to make a million dollars. That's not what it kind of seems. If you sell the a piece of property, the the family farm or something, you could be making you know fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year and sell a big piece of property and get and get hit with the million dollars or uh, on the taxes. And, and instead of of of, of capital gains at twenty percent, you can be taxed at ordinary income. So you could be taxed at close to forty percent, which would be disastrous for people like farmers and people, small business people. 
and things like that. So, yeah, this well, is and this is a is, pretty is, draconian plan. Isn't there also something with regard to inheriting? Meaning, you got a stepped-up basis. He may be he may be trying to eliminate that stepped-up basis or whatever as oh, well. Oh, he does want to eliminate. Yeah, no, he does want. In addition, he wants to eliminate the stepped-up basis as well, which again is disastrous for farmers. It's disastrous for small businessmen that that want to pass the the family business down another generation. Well, would be, I mean, it wouldn't farm. be just farmers. I mean, anyone who, uh, let's face it, any any younger generation, if their parents die. Uh, you know, and they, they, they're hoping they got some favorable tax treatment. They may not get the favorable tax treatment. Yeah, no, the, no, the, uh, the step up basis is one of the, is a phenomenal tax advantage for people in a heart. This is, what this is, is really a war on wealth by the Democrats. What they're going to do is they're going to chew through people's wealth over, you know, the next 20 or 30 years. And, you know, it's going to be disastrous. And a million dollars, by the way, an inheritance or a uh, a capital gain, that's not, I mean, it's not what it once was 20, 30 years ago. And so uh, and there, and we haven't even heard about, the, the, some of the Democrats want to put a wealth tax on people as well. Uh, so, yeah, these are frightening numbers that are coming out from the Democratic Party. Well, I would I, I would hope that people would take a lesson from from a saying in Japan, and in Japan they basically say, you tax the fruit of the tree, you don't tax the tree itself. And and in this country, we've always taxed income, not wealth. And I mean, I mean, if they start going after wealth, I I think you're going to see people leaving the shores of the U.S. Oh, I, no, I agree with you because they don't they don't need you know they don't need to be here, and and that's the danger because you don't know uh, the scary thing if you look at socialism around the world is be it Venezuela, be it uh, what happened in Russia. You're better off just leaving because it never gets better. Once once these socialists get in power, it just keeps getting worse and worse, and it tends to be it's it's a five, ten, twenty, thirty year cycle. It, it, and so this is very worrisome. I mean, it, 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 if Trump loses this election, I mean, it, it could be frightening. And you know, Biden's not going to last, and everybody knows it. And, and, and uh, what's her name, Camilla, is going to be in charge, and she's a San Francisco socialist, right? Well, I I don't know. I you know I I just hope people are thinking when they when they're looking at at these things because it's more than just you know whether the person is uh is uh you know abrasive or whatever. I think I think they need to be looking at what these plans are, and if someone's not disclosing what their plans are, that might want to make somebody at least a little suspicious. But I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. All right, thank you, Tim. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll see, but thanks for the call. Yeah, no, this is the problem we're running into here is, is it's a tough situation. I mean, and we just talked about the taxes. Uh, what scares me even worse is the new Green Deal, which is going to be incredibly damaging to Houston, Texas, and the oil and gas business. They're going to come, they're going to try to destroy it. That's their goal. Uh, that, you know, the, 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 the green agenda is a two to four trillion dollar radical agenda. I mean, it is so radical. They're talking about getting rid of beef and cows because they they create methane. I mean, this is the type of of, of just craziness we're talking about. That doesn't even get over to the to the critical race thinking stuff they're going to put in there, which is just going to be frightening. Where every you know, uh, 
you know, they're re, they're reimagining the United States is what they're doing in, in, into this horrible country that that needs to be broken up or destroyed somehow, and, and, and it's wrong. And if if we don't stand up for it, these people are going to take our country away from. It. Make no mistake about it. And uh, you know, and this this is a concern. So we'll have to just see what happens. But let me give you some good news here. If Trump were to win, I, I, I think a couple things. They're going to try to get move. The, the manufacturing base back to the United States. We clearly can't depend on China. You know, China. We, I don't think you notice it. China is now. They're, they're asking the state companies not to buy Australian cot, not to buy iron ore, and so they're going after uh, after Australia. China's threatening Canada now and threatening the Canadian citizens in Hong Kong. This came out today. Uh, they, they they they've, they've attacked the Indians up in the in the Himalayas. Uh, the, 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 this is not in China is in no way going in a good direction. It's very concerned for everyone in the world, and so we've got to get our manufacturing back. If we reshore our manufacturing, put in tax credits and things to bring things back to the United States, to deregulate so factories can operate cleanly, efficiently, and environmentally safe in safe way in a safe way in the United States, we want these factories back here hiring American workers. That could lead to a boom in the United States economy. And, and, and so, and then you put an infrastructure program on top of it to rebuild our infrastructure, you can have a very good economy. Keep in mind, our economy is doing pretty well right now. It's doing pretty well with a good portion. California shut down, New York shut down, New Jersey shut down. A lot of the Democratic states are all shut down. So, so if we can get those things going, we can have a good economy. We, the housing is, is, is flying off the shelf in this country. Uh, you, there's, there's delays in getting automobiles. There's delays in getting dishwashers. There's delays in getting washing machines, uh, everything out there. So we've got a good economy that can get better. We can rebuild the United States, get our manufacturing base back to the United States, and we can have a pretty good future in this country for everybody. And I think that, that's what Donald Trump wants to do. And that's that's the bullish case. Uh, the 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 other thing that that to look at too is if you look at some of this polling, if you look at the state polling, Trump appears to be pulling up. He's coming up in in these in these uh, battleground districts. And, and if you look at the Trogafar group, which has got the best polling out there, in because they're trying to adjust for the people that just they're not going to say they're for Donald Trump because they're worried they could they could they could be threatened, their house could be burned down, they they could lose their job, they could you know not get a pay raise because they say something positive about Donald Trump. These people are being quiet, that silent majority out there. But when they go to the polls, they're going to vote Trump is what it looks like. And so if you look at the state polls, Michigan, North Carolina, they're start Arizona, they're creeping up, they're moving up. These are the battleground areas, and so it's looking very good for President Trump. But make no mistake about this is a similar election, and uh, that, that we have to hold the ground. We've got to rebuild the United States. I mean, China has done massive damage uh, in basically what has been a, 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 a brilliantly executed plan to, to move the manufacturing out of the United States and hollow out the United States. The reason why President Trump was elected, and in all fairness to everybody involved, President Trump is, I mean, he's just, he drives everybody crazy. <clears throat> he doesn't always say the right things. He can be somewhat, you know, overbearing at times. But the American people put him in there to do a job. They go, we have got to have somebody that is tough as 
as the Chinese and will stand up. And that's why he is there, just like that's why Churchill was there in World War II. You've got to get somebody in there that can get the job done. And that's the mistake a lot of people are making. If, if this was a normal time, there's no way Donald Trump would be elected at all, period, none. Okay? But this is a, the American people view this as an emergency, and, and something needed to get done to shake up the establishment, which was way too friendly with China in, in basically bartering off American jobs uh, for corporate access into China. That's come to an end now. And so I think things are looking pretty good. So we'll, we'll sort of see how this goes. But, but it, it's looking it, – it, it, the polls are coming up. I, I think people are seeing the risk. They've been badly frightened by Antifa and Black Lives Matters riots and looting that's going on out there. And they see these people really are. The mask came off of them. So, so we'll see what happens from here. Hey, we're going to come out of break. We'll talk some about the markets. How is this going to affect your retirement uh, right here on the Max Out Savings Show? If you've got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. 
you have any questions or comments, you always give us a call, 713-339-1070. You know, the Wall Street Journal has a story today uh, on the North versus the South. The, the North, uh, the South economy is booming, right? It's not booming, but it's actually doing really well And uh, versus the North. And, and the difference is, is that the North has been tr- still locked down. Your New York, your New Jersey, Massachusetts, Connecticut, all those places. Uh, and, and go California too. They're all under lockdown. Uh, no one can get out of their house. And it's in. It, it, but the, the coronavirus basically has been pretty quiet up there. But it came through the the, the, the South in, in July, uh, August. But but we managed our way through it. And, and people people wore masks. They socially distanced. They worked from home. But they, they were still out doing things and, 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 and going on with their life, and business had to get done. And so what we're seeing is is the South, which is basically Florida, uh, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Texas, Louisiana, we, the, 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 we have the lowest unemployment rate, 6.9% in August. And if you look at some of the other ones out there, again, the the the, one, the states with the Democratic governors have done whatever everything they can to shut the states down. They don't want them to come in. And, and I, part of it is they're just worried. But the, but the Democrats have made the, the coronavirus a really big deal. This is their opportunity to get rid of Trump, and they don't want to open their. I mean, I, I hate to say this, but that's the way it looks to everybody. They don't want to open their states up. But if you look at if you look at Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, and, and Mississippi, the what the, what they've got is uh, those are Republican. Uh, governors in those states, they've managed to, to, to recapture about 50% of the jobs lost. Whereas if you look at North Carolina in the same area, they've only got 43, they've only retain, got back 43% of the jobs back in North Carolina, which is a democratically run state, and they, they've been pushing the lockdown. And, and so the lockdowns have basically failed. But what you get in a lockdown is you get huge damage to the economy. You, you, you get massive unemployment in the lockdown. You, you're dealing with, with huge emotional problems. You're, you're dealing with, with suicides. You're dealing with abuse. You're dealing with all types of things, depression as well. And, and so the toll on society on lockdowns is enormous. There's been enormous damage done to New York, to New York City, enormous damage done to New Jersey, enormous damage done to California by, by these lockdowns. And, and so, but the interesting thing is, in the South, where we haven't done the lockdowns, but we've socially distanced, masks, we've, we've done what we can and powered through it, they have much better economies, people are happier. And, and if you look at the death rates and the coronavirus, it's not spreading just all, we've been able to control it and do a really good job. So the lockdowns are failing. They're, you know, they're now they're putting, they want to put them in France and Italy locked down. They're talking, they're fighting back and forth. Do they do them in the UK? Now they're trying to, but these lockdowns fail. You, you have to kind of power through this thing. The good news is what we did initially, we did a lockdown. That was in March. We didn't know how to fight the coronavirus. We, you know, we, China did not help us out at all. They 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 kept they, they kept all the PPE for themselves. As a matter of fact, they 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 hoarded it ahead of time and didn't tell anybody as they were doing it, which is disgraceful. And, and we didn't know how to treat it. Now we know how to treat it. We've got we've got different types of 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 uh, drugs that that can that can get us through this. So people, so so the death rate has has gone down precipitously. 
and then we're controlling it as well. We're limiting the spread, so we're getting through this, which is the way to go. And again, I think this has all been politics, but remember, look, if people are going to do this to get someone elected, what are they going to do to you when, once they get elected on the Democratic side? So anyway, but the lockdowns are now being perceived around the world as a failure. Uh, now, you can... You can lock a country down if you're Hawaii or something and not let anybody in, and then you can open it up. But we have porous borders, and it's much tougher. Once the disease is in the country, it doesn't really make any sense. So, but, but the economic, again, the South has the lowest unemployment. Uh, if you compare in the South, the, the, the states that, that had, that didn't lock down, they got back 50% of their jobs. The, the, the state right next door, North Carolina, that was Democratic, that did lock down, only recovered 43% of those jobs. Those people are suffering in North Carolina but due to the ineptitude of these, Republic, of these Democratic governors and mayors. So, so anyway, so we're moving forward. We're getting through this. And, and understand, this is a war. We said it was a war back in February. No one even knew what the coronavirus was. We warned you on this show that it was coming to the United States. And everyone said, well, Ted, it doesn't. This is like the pool. I was like, no, China shut down 80% of their production. There must be something there. And so we've seen this go through. We have a wartime effort. We've got, what is it, seven vaccines going. We have a wartime effort. We have seven vaccines going. The United States is paying for the manufacturing plants for these vaccines and the distribution setup. Some of these vaccines they know aren't going to work. The plant will be worthless. But they don't care because they don't know which one's going to work, and they want to have the plant, they want to have the distribution, they want to have the the glass vials, they want to have the injection systems in place so we can rapidly get this out to the populace when it comes in. And, and look, hey, everybody might not want to take the vaccine. That's fine. It's going to take us a while to get it. There'll be some people who want to take it right away. Though people we're going to sit back and watch and make sure people are going to be okay with it. But we're getting through it. We're powering through. The economy is growing. Uh, we have shortages of how, how, how many products out there. You're having trouble even moving freight in this country because there's such a demand for, for product right now. There's shortages. So the economy is coming back and things are good. So so anyway, so things are looking up. The market, the market's up near near the highs right here before the election. I'm a little I, I This is a tough thing. Look, this is, this is a very hard-fought election. Wall Street seems to think Biden's going to win. I think they're wrong. I think President Biden was going to be a disaster for the, for the economy. I, I, he, he's made it really clear he's going to be raising taxes on people, including people over $400,000. Corporate tax rates are going to, are going to go up. Uh, they're raising corporate tax rates. So I, I don't see how that's good. If Biden wins, here's what's going to happen. If Biden wins, People are going to start selling real estate, and they're going to start selling stocks because they're going to want to take their capital gains now at 20 percent before before the uh, the end of the year. And if Biden and, and they get control of the Senate and the House, they're liable to put make make their tax increases retroactive to the first of 2021. So this is going to put huge pressure on the stock market. Uh, it's going to have huge pressure on the real estate market as people start distributing assets. Uh, uh, to estates to try to get them out of estates as they start selling stocks and they start selling real estate to take the, the low capital gains this year. So 
this is something we're going to see. I, I, I think we're watching. I think President Trump is coming up in the polls, and that seems to be pushing the market up. But the next three weeks should be extremely volatile. A lot of stuff is going to come out. Uh, you're going to see the October surprise. Any surprises have probably got to come in the next week. I think the week before the election, honestly, everyone, too, everyone's made their minds up. We're seeing massive voting. Uh, we've had clients that, that voted the first day, waited an hour and a half in line. So we're seeing a lot of stuff happening. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens from here. Now, a couple a couple thoughts in here. We we the the oil and gas sector. I still think is one of the better sectors out there. Nobody likes the sector. They're all convinced, you know, in the next three year, three or four years, everyone's going to have an electric car, and in 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 oil and gas is going to go away. Look, I heard this about the tobacco sector, and uh, the tobacco stocks are still around and made a lot of money. And one of the things is, I think right now the oil and gas is sectors. People, y'all don't listen here in Houston, Texas. Yeah, I mean, not listen, but y'all don't talk to people elsewhere in the country. We've, I have some clients in other places. They've sold some of their oil and gas stocks. They're so worried if they're in New York and other places. Up in the up in, uh, in New York, in California. It, the money managers on the East Coast, these elite money managers, led by Larry Fink at BlackRock, utterly hate and despise the oil and gas sector. They want to destroy it. And so no portfolio manager wants to own oil and gas. And these money managers, if they're in New Jersey, New York, they don't want to have any oil and gas stocks in their portfolio because their clients are, their woke clients are going to complain about it. The same thing with California. So this, I believe, is an opportunity. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, uh, the oil and gas sector right now is about 2.7 percent of, of of the S and P 500. Back around, uh, I want to say 2008, in there somewhere, it was it, it was about 16 percent at the time of the S and P 500. The tech sector was about 16, 17 percent. The tech sector is probably about 24 percent if you add in Amazon, which somehow got moved out of the tech sector. You're probably 27 percent. It, the tech sector is, is 10 times the valuation in the S&P 500 that the oil and gas sector is. So I think this is a real opportunity. Uh, and, and, and by the way, when it comes to oil and gas sector, I think it's important we're going to have to start standing up for the oil and gas sector, start standing up for the jobs it creates in the part of the economy it is. We're, we're, too many people in, in Houston and too many politicians are letting – are letting the, the Democrats and, and uh, people and, and some of these Wall Streeters like Larry Fink at, uh, at BlackRock bully bully us and, and, and try to shame us about the oil and gas sector. This is made what's made the United States what it is. It's made us a superpower. It's allowed us to do everything else. And, 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 and it's just this is just hate coming from the Democrats in, in the radical green agenda New Deal people. And it's time we start standing up for it. I, th- I think that's very important over the long term. So, uh, hey, what, uh, coming up here at the end of the show, um, what else do we have? I wanted to touch base on a couple of the other markets. If, if you look at some of the European markets, we're up, if you look at the S&P 500, we're back up near the highs but if if you look at if you look at other countries 
they're not they're not up they're down 18 if you look at france it's down 18 percent from the all from the high not the all but later earlier this year uh if you look at uh at uh london's down about 21 percent germany's down six percent if you look at uh italy italy's down 20 percent right now if you look at uh, australia down 10 percent a lot of other parts of the world aren't doing that well their economies aren't doing that well. They, they, they've, they've struggled to deal with lockdowns over there, and, and, uh, and their economies just aren't doing well. They mishandled the coronavirus. We're, we're in pretty good shape over here. So, so we're basically powering the world right now. The United States is, is the one place really powering the world. And I think it remains to be seen where we go from here. My, my thinking is they're going to start coming back next year, these things, and, and, and if you're managing for retirement money, you want to start diversifying in some of these overseas areas because, again, we're coming into a very uncertain world. I think we're going to have more inflation. I think we're going to see a lot more currency movement as well. And, and so in this world, it's going to be important to diversify and plan for inflation. All these European countries have run up big debts because of the coronavirus. A lot of uh, Asian countries as well. These debts are going to have to somehow be paid off or do or something and you're liable to see more inflation every central banker in the world is absolutely committed to printing money this is going to be inflationary over the long term that the one mistake we made in the world in the united states is we've let these central bankers become too powerful they're now threatening our way of life it's going to be an inflationary and this is something that over the next couple of years we're going to see more and more we'll be talking more and more about this over time but you have to start planning your retirement for inflation that's going to come in the future and that's going to be in a lot of money managers don't need they know how to do that but a couple of things coming into the show uh if you haven't signed up for our free max out savings report we're going to be writing a lot about this in the report we talk about all types of interesting things how to retire what to do at retirement what's happening in the world just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And, and uh, re- request a free newsletter. All we do is send you the report. We don't bother you. If you would like to sit down with me and, and we can take a look and see how you're set for retirement, show you how we manage money, just go to our website and you can request a free appointment. But remember our motto and philosophy at Max Out Savings. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Oh, Hayes Carl, he's going to be in town this weekend at the Dosey. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Don't you ever sleep calling out the exit signs. AM 1070. The Big 1070 is everywhere. Click listen live on am1070theanswer.com. Go to the App Store and download the KNTH app on your smartphone where you can tap the app.